Recording. Hello, this is Claudia, and contributor at Soul Magazine, and welcome to episode number 31 of In the Spray Room, Soul's podcast with some of the best and brightest artists getting up on the streets today. We're bringing out the lighter side of these creatives by interviewing them in a less structured environment. But this is just one of the ways that Soul tells stories of these artists. For our daily dose and of online content, check us out at soulmagny.com. Today's crew consists of myself, Erica, hi, and Big Ronnie. Hello. Before we introduce our special guest, Big Ronnie, tell us what's going on. Thank you very much. Welcome, Claudia. Hello, Erica. Hello. Uh, we should say um, Stan Lee died. I'm getting right into it because we're going to talk about newsletters. And R.I.P. Er- er- Erica, you, Erica has started writing a newsletter for Sold. She just published her second. It comes out the 15th of every month. It's a short recap of the items that we covered for the month and some of Erica's thoughts at the top of it. Now, my first newsletter, letter from the editor, was Stan Lee in in Spider-Man comics growing up. He would just be so happy about what the character's doing and about life and about everything that's going on. And I really feel like right now, Sold Magazine is the same type of enthusiasm for the streets for the culture, for the scene, for the artists. And I encourage everybody to sign up for our newsletter. Uh, You can find it on our website, and you will be able to get Erica's letter from the editor every month on the 15th. So, Editor Stella, uh, you know, how how have you felt speaking directly to your readers in the last couple of months? Well, I I feel like I do on a daily basis. So, uh, this letter to the editor is a a new addition, but uh, I have, from the editor, excuse me, but now, uh, in being inspired by this uh, discussion that we've had uh, a couple days ago about Stanley and his, uh, I, I've picked up some old uh, Spider-Man uh, comics, and um, I'm inspired by by how he uh, he spoke to his audience. So, but I do feel uh, on a daily basis, uh, I'm the one usually, or Christy. Uh, or John uh, is the one putting out the blasts. It's just uh, introducing whatever we're talking about for the day, and I try to put a little humor into it and uh, uh, put a smile on everybody's face in the morning. And uh, so, yes, we're monthly now, newsletter. The, the, I think one of the best uh, letters from the editor in, in publishing today is Cigar Aficionado. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm serious. He, you know, uh, Gordon Mott every month uh, talks about the industry. He's not just talking about your passion anymore. He's not just talking about the cigars. He's elevated the discussion about where you where are people that care about cigars and things like that should be voting. You know, I'm not sure Stan Lee ever got to that point, or Erica should be uh, talking oh, the political. One I, the one I read was really political. It was right at the beginning of the Gulf War. It was uh, about Valentine's Day and people going off to war. You definitely, it was, it was but it was political, about support actually. and love. It wasn't yeah. about you know political sides and things like mm-hmm. that. But but you know, cigars are a, are a, you know a Wall Street a, a, you know an affluence and stuff like that, and they get, they get political about it. And I like that. So uh, I'm interested to see where Eric is going to take this. <laughs> So, uh, do we have any plans for the uh, the December fifteenth? Can we give a preview? Really putting the pressure on. I just think it's a good recap of, of reminding everybody about the, the the work that we're doing. So it's 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 not just great about, job. Keep it up. I love it. I can't wait for the next job. one. But uh, <clears throat> in terms of another reminder, I'd like to remind our listeners uh, that we have a Patreon page. 
to help support what we're doing and you know keeping the podcast moving. I get questioned all the time about how can I support. You know, what are you guys looking for? Uh, you know, as the uh, the sponsorship drive continues and we search for the right sponsor to partner with, we're going to be you know trying to build out more video for the podcast series and some exclusive content for the Patreon subscribers. So take a look at that page. It's uh, patreon.com backslash sold magazine and consider subscribing. You can jump in for like five bucks a month to help keep us running. But the sales are over now, Claudia. Yeah. I am super excited to talk to our special guest. Yes. Our special guest is Shiro. Yeah. Hi. Hello. Hello. Welcome to our our, uh, podcast. Hey, Uh, thank you for inviting me. Very welcome. Now, we have... uh, Erica and I, when I say we, we have shot your work in the streets for a long time. Thank we you. we love the uh, the memes. We love the the way you you portray uh, your messages. It's always happy. It's always fun and friendly and in your face and readable. So uh, you know, why don't you give our listeners a little bit uh, of your background? Uh, you know, obviously, uh, you you know where you came up from and, and things like that. Okay, so um, me, I studied um, graffiti painting and on 1998 in Japan, in my hometown. And, and then 2000, around 2000, I saw the movie, Wild Style. And then I was so impressed by the movie. And then I decided to go to New York. So I, I was a nursing college student that time, so I graduated. And then I got a um, registered nurse license. And then um, I worked for three years at the city hospital at the surgery section. And then I saved money, and then I, um, and I returned the money back for my scholarship. And then I came to New York for English school because I didn't speak no English that time. And then I was looking for a connection for graffiti, but it's so underground, plus I didn't speak English. So I couldn't find for two years any friend of graffiti. And... After two years, I spent all my money. Then I had to go back to Japan without finding any graffiti connection. And then, really, like end end of um, um, my New York stay, that time, I one day I got the flyer saying, um, "Female Flavor." It's uh, the hip hop female female hip hop um, festival at the Hans Point in the Bronx. And then on the flyer, it says, "Female graffiti writer wanted." So I, there was a phone number, there was a two flies phone number, because she was helping the festival. So I called, and then she picked up, and then we met each other at uh, one of the stations, and we never met each other, but she looks like her character, I look like my character, so we both <laughs> like, oh, you, you, and then that's how I met, and from there we painted me, two flies, and ACB, rest in peace. Um, sh- we three painted uh, the wall at uh, the point. So that was my official New York world, 2004. So then that's how I started to make more friends in New York. And then I was, after it, I was going back to Japan, working as a nurse, then saving money, then I come back to New York every summer, like three months, maybe like one month in the winter. So I was like always back and forth. And from 2004, I mean 2014, I got my artist visa, then I came, I, I'm living in New York. Now, I, I don't know anything about artist visas when you're coming to the, the uh, United States. How long are they good for? 
uh, with a just tourist visa, it's only three months. So I was always coming with a tourist visa. But now I got my artist visa. But that was hard because my title is graffiti artist. So to show to U.S. immigration I'm a professional artist, I needed to have a lot of evidence to get my visa. So I had to go to uh, my um, city hall to get that uh, recommendation letter from my mayor. Then it's countryside, so he wrote me wrote a letter for me. So I really got the recommendation letter from all over the world, like India, Europe. And then now I have my visa. And then I'm a full-time artist in New York. That's I'm great. excited. And that's permanent. That's why I think it's not, uh, yeah, my visa is three, three years. But got it. Yeah. Now, how, how is that bouncing back and forth from Japan to, to New York? Because you're not... I assume you're, are you from a, a, a major metropolitan in Japan, a big city? No, I'm from countryside, the bottom of Mount Fuji. So, oh, wow. Yeah, I live in the countryside. So what do you, what do you let's, uh, let's get some of those silly traveler questions out of the way. What's the, what's the number one thing you miss about back home? Um, ramen, mm, the Japanese noodle, food. and You're talking my spring. language. <laughs> miss the ramen. Have you found a good ramen spot in New York yet? Yeah, yeah, there's some good ramen place. But it's expensive because ramen is supposed to be street food. So here it's like a little bit high-end food, you know. So it's different. I like it. What's <laughs> the name of the place? Let's give them a, a plug. Menkuite. Menkuite is the one which is in uh, East Village. And the other one, Tamashi Ramen, is in Astoria. And another one is in LIC called uh, Mu, MU Ramen. Oh, Mu. It's really good. Expensive though. Very good. <laughs> some good recommendation. I have not had good ramen. Claudia? No, I have not. There we go. We must take Shiro's recommendation. Now, <clears throat> what's your favorite food here? Anything. I eat anything. <laughs> no, favorite. They can't all be your favorite. Um, um, anything. I can't say anything because I eat anything. So that's why I can travel anywhere. Hmm. It's good not to be picky. Right. Now, what about what about the Mimis? What do they eat? Mimi? <laughs> what does she eat? She eats... <laughs> I never see. She sometimes eats sushi because I have to make a, make a painting. She's eating sushi. She must like sushi. I okay. like sushi too, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Okay. <laughs> so that's what the Mimis eat. I like yeah. it. Now, <clears throat> why do they all have the same name? Mimi, because it, my characters are all, all the same, same person. I think it's, it could be me. or I don't know, but it could be my imaginary friend since I was a kid because I was always drawing the same character since I was a kid. And I was a lonely kid because my family used to move a lot. And plus I have hearing problems, so it was a little bit hard to make a new friend in a new school. So I think I started to draw the character. It's like my imaginary friend, you know. Like, doesn't matter where I am, I have my friend with me, so which is Mimi. When did you name her Mimi? I don't remember. Maybe since I was a kid, I was calling her Mimi. I don't know why. Okay, so you painted the first time in 98. When was the first time you drew the character? How when? old were you? How old? I was 19 years old. Got it. Cool. Now, Claudia, do you have a question? No. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> now take it. Take us a little uh, further. When you came here, when you got started, who, who were some of the influential artists working in New York when you got here at the time in 98 or 99? 
Of course, Lady Pink. Because I saw her in the movie Wild Style. So she was a big influence for me. But I never thought I was going to paint with her or we were going to be friends. That was a joke before I came to New York. But it happened here. So and then I, I saw more um, legendary graffiti artists, which I knew only from the magazine back in the day. But now I'm, I'm connecting with them. Sometimes we paint together. So it's like my dream already came true, you know. So I'm kind of lost. I'm like, where to go? Do you, uh, would you say you belong to any crews or you don't? Mm-hmm. Crew? Yeah. I belong to um, um, TDS from, uh, from New York, Harlem. Mm-hmm. And Stick Up Girls, it's an international female graffiti crew. So um, we have crew members from Germany, Portugal, Spain, Japan, New Zealand, um, India, and Australia. So it's uh, my favorite crew. And then also I'm a member of Zulu Nation, Universal Zulu Nation, too. And those were just some of the countries that you've been to as well, right? You've been to about 18 countries you visited. Those um, 18 countries is uh, the countries I, I painted the world so yeah and do you I'm, I'm thinking about a lot of the pieces I've seen here in New York do you collaborate a lot when you travel or are you always because I've seen you work you're so fast and you just you have your idea of what you're going to do I love how do you collaborate you do yeah um, because yeah because we never know what what we're making in the morning I get introduced with other artists and then someone said, oh, you guys are painting together. I'm like, okay, then we start what we, talk, with what we paint. But in the end of the day, we make beautiful mural in one day, you know. So it's really, I love the teamwork. And then in the end of the day, after we paint it, we get, oh, we get friends, no matter what. So, so tell me some of your favorite collaborations. Oh, uh, that was uh, last year, I think. I went to um, the big graffiti festival in Curitiba. It's Brazil. And this festival is crazy because 300 or 400 artists are painting all together. Wow. So I got I got word with three more, four more artists with Brazilian, um, Brazilian artists. So they don't speak English. I don't speak any Portuguese. So we just like are using body language. I show my drawing and then I point it. Out, I go there, then you go there, and then in the end of the day we did like a big mural. But without talking anything, but we were like always showing and looking at each other, smiling and eye contacting. So I really thought painting art is another language, you know, that's a communication. Right, right. Uh, I come from a dance background, so you always think hmm. it's a universal language as well. Dance as well, and, right? And, I love and dancing and you're too. You're saying that, you know, even painting with someone else, you don't need to right, speak. Right. Right, so dancing is helping too because I travel and then uh, there's like a music right. festival and mm-hmm. when I dance, it's so easy to make friends. Yeah. Mimi dances. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I made it. Yeah, Mimi I made dances. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, so let's transition into the, um, the clothing line. That's another collaboration. Right, right. Um, talk about... Yeah. Uh, her, her name is... Rockefeller? Rock, Rockefeller. 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 B-girl? Yeah, She's a B-girl. Right? B-girl, yeah. Yeah, so I'm doing uh, the clothing line called Shiroka. Shiroka. That's Shiroka. Right. It's, uh, um, it, it, I do it with my friend, and Rockefeller, B-girl Rockefeller. We started it uh, two years ago, mm-hmm. and 
um, it's because we both are getting older. Like, you know, we, are, we both are 40s and she's still a dancer. I'm a graffiti writer. And then sometimes we are not sure, are we, are we doing okay? Because there's no one, like almost no one doing like us, you know. Like, it's hard to find a like, graffiti writer with my age <coughs> and still like being active. Like, it's not a lot. There's a, of course a lot, and there's some. So it's like we are we are really minority. So sometimes we, we are lost. We're like, I'm not sure if I'm doing okay. But Rockefeller she's dancing so long time. Then I've been painting for twenty years. So um, we started this clothing line. It's like our message: like uh, keep rocking. You you are okay be yourself. Mm-hmm. So she's still like really fighting. She's an active dancer. So we have to be ac- be active in the scene. And then I wanted to tell our message that like, you have to be act- active, keep rocking through our clothing line. So that's the reason we started clothing line. And you do kids clothes as well? Is it? It's also. Weren't there small sizes for kids and and adults? I want to make kid size, but right now the budget is still small, okay, so, so is we make like regular size. But in the future, of course. I love the sweatshirts. They're so cool. Thank you. That's a logo, official logo of Shiroka. Now, I read a story when we were doing the background research on you uh, about when you came to New York for the first time and one of the first uh, uh, walls that you were going to get up on, you had a very scary experience. Can you tell that story? Uh, um, yeah. When I, well, that was about one month later, um, I came to New York for English school. I was... I wanted to keep my can control, so I was practicing. I was painting at the factory. So I, I used to live in a forest field in Queens. So I was painting at the factory by myself. And then uh, I think six or seven kids, they, they came and they, they, they tried to, they, act, they actually took my spray paint. So I tried to get them back because I wanted to finish painting. But that time I didn't know how to say give it back to me in English. <laughs> so I just chased them and tried to get get the come back. But the one of them he got he got gun and then gun pointed to me. So I couldn't move and I came back to the wall. They, they started to throw the stone toward to the window of the factory. So I got a lot of pieces of broken glasses pieces of gl- broken glass on me. So it was really scary. So I cried, but I didn't speak English that time, so I couldn't explain to anyone. I just cried and I came back home. Just, yeah. How, how long until you picked up the spray can again? Um, not sure, but I think I came back soon because if I get depressed, if I stop painting, I thought I couldn't come back. So I think I was still practicing, but I didn't go back to the same spot. Now, so you're 2000, you're in New York, you're learning English, you're bouncing back and forth. I asked you earlier about the artists that were around, but what about, what about some of the movements, some of the gallery, some of the, the scene, like what, what was the, what was the, uh, the, you know, the hip hop scene, which is, you know, part of what, what brought you into it? What, what was the scene like at the time? Like, was it supportive or you... Were you fighting for every wall you had to get at the time? Uh, you mean in Japan or here? Both. Both. In Japan, when I started, it was so easy because people don't know graffiti. 
no stereotype, so we just started to paint a wall. There was a big wall to break the wave because I'm from Harbour Town. So there was a big wall, so we were just painting everywhere. Nobody said anything. But, um, yeah, later on, they, people started to have stereotypes, so people think like, oh, spray can is bad, graffiti is crime. So in Japan, people are so strict right now, so when I'm painting the commission work, even like storefront, people call police, so I don't really have mm, not really freedom. I don't, it's not so when you're, when you're working on paid work in Japan, yeah. where the owner gave you permission, people yeah. just walking by yeah. hate it and call the, call the police because they think, they assume it's bad. Yeah, because people think it's but painting with spray paint, so yeah, 80% I get caught. I mean, the police comes to check on me in Japan. Has that ever happened here? Sometimes, right? Police comes check on us. Sometimes it depends, like Bushwick, they, they know it already. But sometimes police come to check on us if we have permission or not. But it depends on the country, because if you go to India, Brazil, you don't have to ask. You can paint anywhere. Like in Brazil, we just get off the car. It's a highway. And then uh, there is like a big wall on the highway. Then we can paint. But we shouldn't do, t- uh, we shouldn't tag. Tag is called a pisha song in Brazil. So it's yes. a really um, the symbol of um, ga- um gang member. So if you do tag, people may be scared and they call police. But if you do characters with colorful and um, um, with many colors, People don't say anything. India as well. So it's interesting. Maybe in um, New Zealand, you people think you are more star if you are a graffiti artist, you know? So that's why I like traveling, because each country have different hip-hop scene, graffiti scene. So, and then I, I'm invited to go to the country for that. So I'm, I get connected to straight to the underground scene, you know? So it's so much interesting. And fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like way better than just going to side to sing, you know. <laughs> I yep. feel like I'm like, um, 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 how do you say, um, I, I want to make a documentary of each country's underground scene, you know. Which, which country was the hardest to find paint? Hardest to paint, hardest, you to mean like paint, to paint? No, no, to buy paint, spray paint. I think Maldives, I got, there's many countries. The, Maldi- the Maldives, yeah? Yeah, I went there, but I had to ship it from uh, China. So there are some countries which doesn't have spray paint in the shop. Then spray paint is not easy to ship because it's like a bomb. So, yeah, when I have to ship, I really have to clear many things. Now, uh, do you travel with your paint when you have a situation like that? Do you just bring it with you? Maybe like one or two, mm-hmm. you can take it with you in a suitcase, but it depends on the airline or how the, yeah, how strict they are. Where are you traveling next? I'm going to maybe hopefully Japan soon. I'm waiting for my new visa, so as soon as I get my visa, I go to Japan. And I'm going to Belgium in, May, in March because mm. there is an international female summit in Brussels. So I'm, uh, I, I'm one of the main artists. I, I did the main logo last year. I go to Brussels, and then maybe June or May, I'm going to have a show in Stuttgart in Germany. 
How's your German? Ah, how, my German. Yeah, how is it? No, bad. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but I travel each country, so I, I remember sure. some words, but I keep forgetting. Well, your English is very good. It's much better than my Japanese. Ah, thank you. Much better. <laughs> We wouldn't be able to do this in Japanese, so. Yeah, yeah. Now, go ahead, Erica. Well, I was going to say she's going to be in New York for a little bit because you have a coming sh a show coming up at Walworth. December 15th. So, um, yes, let's, let's talk, talk about, about it. the, uh, is there a theme for the show, recent works, What what's the theme? idea behind the show yeah so my solo show is coming on december 15th at the world works gallery and my my show concept my my title is it's okay and it's because it wasn't okay back then like me the age 40s japanese lady doing graffiti painting graffiti wasn't okay back then so i never thought i was gonna be painting until the age 40s mm -hmm. but now i am Then I, I look myself, you know, I don't have much money, and I just keep painting, but I'm so happy every day. It's okay. Because, yeah, so, yeah, that's why I got the title, It's Okay. I like it. Yeah, it's also my, my message to other people, because my message is like, do what you want, and then, like, yeah, just keep doing, keep rocking, and then uh, if you keep doing it, you will see something. So, so were the works... On canvas, all spray paint, any mixed media, or, or all um, your characters? I'm making a um, um, bunch of canvases with uh, mixed media. Mm -hmm. I, some of them are only acrylic paint, some of them are with spray paint and marker. Hmm. So, yeah, I want you to come because yeah. I put so much love in each piece. Awesome. Yeah. So, let's talk about where your your work is headed next what's what's the one thing in your brain that you've been wanting to do but just haven't um i been i i was just keep painting on the wall in the street so many times and then i started to think like i want to do something more like not only for me like for something else too so i when i travel i always ask the local artist to take me to slum in uh, in the country mm -hmm. and then i always try to make um, a community world for for kids in the slum so i did it in philippines i did it in um india and brazil too in favela so that's what i wanna i wanna keep doing so in the future i wanna go to africa so when i'm when, when i'm traveling i get i try to get the connection to people who go into Africa. So, yeah, that's what I want to continue. Also, I need to go to my gallery thing, which I'm not really crazy about, because I love painting the wall way more than that. But I think I need to make more art pieces. Well, this is a big, the wall works is a big uh, it's step really, in that direction. Yeah, that's I great. really thank to Crash and Anna. Yeah. Yeah. Now, let's talk about a project that we haven't uh, touched on yet. You brought us a prototype of your new coloring book. Yeah, yeah. Let's is, talk about that. How did that come about? This, um, um, I wanted to, I, I already had uh, many drawings, so I kept it like one, two years, but I finally got 24 images for the book, so I decided to publish my color, new coloring book. 
and in the same time of the my my solo show opening. So this is the cover. So the print is really, and they have really high quality print. So it, it has a gold, you know. You see the the edge; it's gold. So I really like the. Oh the yes, quality. I do see it now. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, thank you. Very cool. Now, how many images are going to be in? The, will be in here. And uh, 24 images, and I'm going to make only 200 books because this is 20 years anniversary since I started wow. graffiti. So I make only 200. Congratulations. Yeah, very Thank cool. You. So they're really collector's items. You don't want to have a kid color them in, do you? <laughs> I just want do you, to do you want Do you want people to color it, or do you want people to save it as a, as a collectible? Depend. I think inside the paper will be really high-quality paper, too. So, yeah, people can paint on it directly or uh, can get the copy and then... I recommend to get the copy and then the color on it. I think I think everybody should get two. Yeah, right. One to color in <laughs> yeah. and then one to save. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Be good. Is this your first book? This is the second my coloring <laughs> book. I had one from Germany. I forgot how many years ago. Two thousand twelve. And this is the second one. Do you want to do more like this? Coloring book, yes. Um, I was making the coloring book like okay for everyone, but I have a lot of sexy drawing too. So maybe the third coloring book will be like coloring book for adults. adults. You know? Yes, <laughs> yes, I like Stay it. Tuned. I like it. There's a little preview of what's coming. <laughs> now, uh, I usually ask this of Bike Girl, Erica, but when was the first time you saw Shiro's work in the street? As our uh, resident photographer well, on the on the panel, I can I love to answer that question, but I'm going to answer the first time I saw you painting, because um, I can't think of first. I've I've seen your your pieces for years. I can't think of the first one, but the first time I saw you painting live was on Irving Avenue that day with um, Ressa and Claw was there. That ah, whole lineup of female. ladies that. It yeah, that's recently this year, right? I had never seen you painting live before, and I know ah. why now. I know you said this about another artist. <coughs> I think it was Nikolai Khan. Well, we never catch you. You work so fast. You were done with that wall, and everybody was just sketching out their right, what right. they were working on. You were so fast, and it was just the way you laid it out. It was just effortless. It was really fun to watch you work, and Thank and then you. you just stood back and. Huh. It was adorable. It was really fun to watch you work. I, I'm, it's yeah, because it I use only fat cap, so I can paint quick. Because when we started, like me or um, um, our generation, when we started, we didn't have any graffiti caps. So we were painting only you one kind of cap, which was really fat. So I can still use that the technique, can control. So with fat cap, I can paint quicker. But with also the... Um, yeah, yeah. Corrugated metal. surface. Yeah, the waving. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I, I use a fat cap. Yeah, to fill, it, to fill it all in. Yeah. That was great. Um, that was the first. Claudia? Well, let's uh, ask Claudia. Um, yes. You and Cheryl go way back. Tell us. Uh, uh, I. <laughs> way back. Tell us the, the first time uh, you met, the first time you saw her the work. First, the first time we met, I remember I had seen your work a long time. You know, I, I had seen your work, had been seeing your work, um, I, like at, in, at different places. And then we met at the collage. I remember um, Rockefeller was there. 
And I was like, oh, let me, you know, have her yeah, do this. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and it was like, I was like, I had been seeing your work for such a long time and then to actually have met you. So I was really impressed. Uh-huh. And and I remember that. And then, of course, I've seen you, you know, and then started getting, um, you know, just seeing you paint yeah, yeah, from then on. Yeah, then now. Yes, we're friends now. So It's cool because doing graffiti, like painting the wall, I just to paint the world one day and then uh, my character is sitting there in the street so I usually don't go out I just stay home and I keep working but my characters are like staying in the street in the community like smiling to everyone so so she your alter ego yeah I think so so (laughs) when people see me they they know me you know because of my characters so it's fun (laughs) (laughs) how so what year was that when you how lo- how far are we going back? That was that like maybe a year or two ago. Yeah, yeah, no, I think so too. Okay, so Mimi is one character, yeah, not yes, different. So. It's always the same person. I got confused because the Mimi's the different Mimi walls I've seen. She's got some different skin tones, but maybe she just got a tan. Maybe it was the summer. Or she she's had a good the Statue of Liberty, or yeah, yeah, something she can different. Be anything. A, I mean, she's been a fish. I think she's been all different types of. It's because it, it's just you know. like it's just like kid. It's just like Hello Kitty superhero, mm-hmm. you know, because kids want to be superhero. So with drawing, kids can be Spider Man or Superman. So I did it with my character. I think. So have you ever thought about animating her, or? Her becoming animated um, with the be nice. I took a class about animating, so mm-hmm. I think I know the basic skill. But I'm too busy; I don't have time for it. But it would be nice, though. I'd like to see Mimi dance. Oh, uh, I wanted to ask about <laughs> what's the story behind the head? Right. Um, <laughs> That's where crazy, did that? Right? Who made that? What's the story behind it? The mask. Yeah, I made it by my. You head. made it. Yeah, Is it paper mache? Hmm? Yeah, yeah, with paper and glue. And that was the last year for the Halloween. But the last year there was a terrorism in the city in the, the same day of Halloween. So I didn't use it, but I kept the mask. So I'm like, mm, I should wear it. And then I started to wear it the front of my wall. And then I danced. And it's like really crazy. But people liked it. It's and I liked great. it too. And it's another way, because I know you always... Yeah, yeah, I can hide yourself in a way. Yeah, it's so funny because when I'm wearing the mask and then when I start to dance, I really think like I'm someone else and it's really crazy. So I can dance so better. <laughs> so and then I asked Rockefeller to wear my mask. Mm-hmm. So um, my, my character Mimi is like really professional dancer, right? So I'm like, this is my dream because I love dancing too. So when I see my character Mimi is dancing like really professional level because inside is really professional dancer, so it make me my my dream come true. You know, <laughs> it's like happening right in front of me. That's very cool. <laughs> I love it. <clears throat> so, more about working with other people, like your your friend on the clothing line. Who is someone that you would love to collaborate with today that you haven't? Maybe someone you don't know or haven't met yet. You mean what kind of field? Sure. Or, you know, what what to? artist? You know, or what direction would you like to work with an artist in? I want that you to, haven't yet. Right. Um, I want I want to work with different kind of field of people, not from art scene or anything. I can. I'd like to work with my medical scene people. 
or maybe someone who is doing for uh, like community or like poor country. <coughs> That's what I want to do because I'm, I keep painting anyway. So I want to have a more meaning, like more mission for, uh, for what I'm doing. So I'm still looking for it. But yeah, when I'm traveling, I, will s I, I see a lot of people and I just go by flow, you know? Yeah. Ladies, do you have any other questions for Shiro before we get her Instagram information out there and start winding up? Well, that was the question I was going to ask about collaborations that you haven't. Uh, what was the um, oh, living or dead? Is there anyone that is no longer with us that you wish you could have collaborated with? Like back in like another time period. I like being myself. <laughs> mm, I got it. That's a weird question. It doesn't work with everyone. <laughs> Claudia? Um, Shiro, you, you, you sew, and in your bio that's coming up, I read that you were a judo champion. Well, yeah, I was doing judo for about six, eight years, eight or nine years. I have black belt. And that you a love black motorcycles, belt nurse? so strong yeah. and feminine. Yeah, so, and I love motorcycles too. Yeah, I have so a, cool. a Honda Shadow in Japan. Wow. I love it. American classic style. <laughs> I love it. So motorcycle or judo, that was like something I really like. Has Mimi ever ridden a motorcycle? Yeah, I painted <laughs> some Mimi riding a motorcycle. I did in Japan or here too, I think. Yeah. I think I've seen Mimi with a um, with a black belt, right? Yeah. Have you, has she I been so. in judo, a... I'm not sure, but I did a uh, motorcycle. Yeah, I love them. The judo, I got so much injury, so I couldn't, I couldn't um, continue. I think that's why I couldn't do judo anymore, so my passion came to graffiti. Well, it creates a lot of discipline, right? The How many years did you practice? Eight. Eight or oh, nine, so from sorry. high school to um, yeah. even um, after I became a nurse, I was going to a dojo, so about like eight or nine years. I loved it. Yeah, that's where your discipline comes from, I think. Yeah. That's awesome. It's good because graffiti doesn't matter age, and then if I have injury, I can, I can paint, I can draw. So, yeah. Do you get a rush from tagging illegally still? In the beginning, I did yeah. I did more. I did yeah. it because I thought graffiti has to be that. But yeah. I, I started, I, I was doing more like painting the wall. So just like I'm doing. Yeah. So basically what I'm doing doesn't change since the beginning. Did you ever get a rush from it? Like the um, adrenaline rush from doing something illegal? Or would you, you really just wanted to create? It wasn't about doing it illegally. Mm. Not really illegally. I mean, I wasn't really crazy. About, I did it some, mm -hmm. hmm, but um, I like more painting the wall. Yeah. Well, we are looking forward to your solo show coming up at Woolworks on Absolutely. December fifteenth. Yeah, Super excited! We will. We will come. be there. Uh, but before we let you go today, can you please tell our listeners where they can find you online? Online, um, I. And I always update my uh, new photos on my Instagram. So my tag is S-H-I-R-O underscore O-N-E, Shiro Wang. So please follow me and I will have all my 
images on my Instagram. And there's a website as well where we can, is there I, a store where we can get the merchandise? And I do have my website, which is www.dj46.com, but I haven't updated for a long time, so I will update soon, hopefully. Thank you very much for coming in. We will see you at your show, and we are sold out with Shiro. <laughs>